Welcome along to the Wise Men's Day podcast. Uh, but the third time, lucky, starting. A couple of false starts there. Well, you talking, it's not a false start. It's just you not listening. I don't think you were clear enough. You didn't, you didn't give me like a finger point or anything like that. You just said, are you ready? And I said, yes. And then I started and you started talking about something else. Well, but anyway, this is boring now. This nah, is know, it's rubbish need, already. You need to be clearer. <coughs> um, a bit like the first half on Saturday. But uh, we're going to be positive tonight, definitely. Um, John and myself uh, and Gareth, we have uh, Richard Easterbrook. Nearly went for the Richard Mason there. Just just, <laughs> use, just use whatever you're comfortable with. Think. Does that get used at all? No, um, no, it doesn't. No, no we're, we're not explaining what's going on with the listener. Richard's had five names in the time I've yeah. known him. That's not a joke. I was going to say I've had more names than hot dinners, but that's, that's a lie. <laughs> and uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, good. Feel nice, nice to be talking about a win for once. I think last time I was here, we were all like, pretty much crying. No it must have been a while ago yeah. then, because as we were yeah, just no. discussing there, one defeat in eleven for Sunderland. Now this, this was just before the uh, the, the statement. Last time I was here. What statement? Well, exactly. Okay. Uh, so that, that still stands, by the way. That still stands. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, former Sunderland defender Danny Collins with us as well. Good evening. Good oh, evening. Good morning, whatever time the pod's going out. Yeah. And where you are in the country, uh, in the world. Well, yeah. Um, Had a nice time on Saturday together, didn't we? We did. Peacock. Yeah. Enjoyed it, Danny? I did, yeah. It was a good experience, it was, to be fair. It was good to be back, wasn't it? Yeah, did a cracking job. Boy. It was all nice and at- good atmosphere. Loads of people came. Yeah, they knew what they were doing Free those foods. lads, didn't they? Put an, you can tell they put events on them and games yeah, on and great. stuff. Yeah, no, it was great. So I think we're planning a couple more before the end of the season. So yeah. keep an eye out for mm-hmm. those when they're announced. And thanks for coming along if you did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously. Obviously. So, uh, another win, lads, to talk about. One defeat in 11, as we've just said there. Um, most best defensive record in the league. How about that? That was something Jack Ross was aiming for, aiming yeah, for, wasn't yeah. it? And we've got there. We've gone the long way around, Daddy, but we've we've got it in the end. Yeah, going well. To be fair, as I say, take the the Portsmouth game out of it. Um, been pretty solid in recent times, and whoever comes into the well, the back three slots, if you like, um, are doing a good job at the minute. So, uh, as you say, best record in the league to date, and uh, let's hope it continues. First half. I mean, we, we'll brush over it because I, I, perhaps a, a team performance that was reflected by. George Dobson's performance because I thought it was terrible first half and excellent second half and that was kind of the way it was for the team wasn't it yeah as you say I thought second half especially he um, stepped up a bit of energy about him and uh, a good range of passing a few good switches got the attacks going and uh, and just drove the team on really Um, as you say it couldn't have been as bad as the first half performance really Um, but uh, credit uh, you can't beat uh, a scruffy 1-0 win how worried were people or concerned were people with Ipswich really uh, they, they played better first half, but did you ever really think they were going to break through? Um, I think in the first half I was a bit worried, um, <clears throat> mainly because it's just on the back of you know the Doncaster game and then the game last week, and um, you just worried a little bit, like you know, are we are we are we good enough to to beat these teams around us? Um, so I think psychologically, I know we beat Wickham, um, but psychologically, I think it was really important. Um, to, to win the game and obviously for um, Ipswich they've lost straight in the bounce now all the teams in that you know top six it's top um, eight isn't it they haven't beat, any, they haven't beat, beat anybody, anybody in the top, in the top eight, eight in, in so 11 attempts I believe I think psychologically for them um, you know I mean that obviously means of what they've got must have how many games six games oh, sorry four games three four games left against teams in that in that area then really 
But anyway, um, they, they, you know, they, it's, it's not good for them psychologically. And now they're out of the playoffs. It's a bit good. And I think though, when you look at the table, I think we talked about this a little while ago where you're like, oh, it, it doesn't feel like you can just get over that that hump. Mm-hmm. Like you're always like fifth or sixth, well, fifth we, or sixth. Yeah, I mean, we went, on the back, we went on this run where we couldn't win a game and people, ourselves included, were looking at the manager and then suddenly we seem to put a couple of results together and we were right back in the playoff mix. And even though we've been playing really well since that time, we, we can't, as Gareth says, seem to just take a little step further forward and we're just yeah. slightly in the playoffs, then out, then in, then out, then in. I think last season, had we had we gone on a run like that, we would have been punished. would probably be bottom half on going on how, how, how much better the league was last year. Um, and with Luton kind of starting to, to shape up as, as they were this time last season, there's, there's no one really running away with it now. I think we've just been really, really lucky that we're still in touch. You know, we're still within touch and distance of, of, of the top two and still, you know, looking good for a playoff playoff finish. I think had 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 they said to us, Right lads, you're gonna have two months off, you're not gonna have, you're gonna play much, like very well at all, you're not gonna get any results, but it's gonna be alright in the end. <laughs> I think we'd have enjoyed it a little bit better than like It's frustrating though, isn't it? Because it when is, we went on that is. bad run, you know, the, the, the remit for the, this manager was to get us in the top two. Jack Ross had us in a playoff spot, and it's just it is frustrating. And he he would say he's justified now. Parkinson, because we're starting to win games, one to eleven, as we've said, but it took a while, and it's just it's a little bit frustrating. It's taken that long, but um, back to the game uh, itself. Um, second half, can't we really fault anything? Can we? I mean, Danny were talking there before that. Every defender that comes in, Danny looks like they're assured and, mm. and don't want to tempt fate. But even if we were to step up a level, you would feel quite relaxed that they could do that with you as well. It hopes so. As I say, there'll be there'll be confidence in the in the boys at the minute. Um, say, is it five five clean sheets in the last six? I think is it something. So it's uh, it's going well back there and just breeding confidence throughout the rest of the team. And if we get that balance now up the other end of the park and, and start producing some goals, uh, kick us on and as as you mentioned, just get over that hump. Get up in and have a real good push at Wickham and Rotherham right at the top there, and um, it's, a, it's another big one tomorrow night. Are we creating enough chances? Are people still concerned with that? It took it took a really good goal and a really mm. good finish to win the game. If, if I'm honest, no. I think looking back, first half it was just the the Charlie Wyke offside one, wasn't there? Um, and then second half, you know, Lyndon Gooch is at the post. Max Power was it a cross or a shot with the outside of his foot? It was going in the top corner, but um, no, as you say, they didn't. But they didn't create too much either. I didn't feel. Um, so they they were pretty on the eye at times. I thought Ipswich, but uh, they just didn't have that that cutting edge up top. And I think Caden Jackson was it late on had the good chance for them to equalise and dwelt on it. And and Tom Flanagan got himself back in and, and made a good tackle. Played well all three centre halves. I think had a good game. I think I think defensively that's that's the story of of, of the season. Really, I know we're we're still not creating enough chances by far, but but the defence have really stepped up this season. I mean, last year you, you didn't I didn't really fully trust I knew any of the defensive combinations that we had. Um, I, I didn't think Flanagan did did too well. I know a lot of people were were, were quite keen on him, but this, this season I think Flanagan's been a, a great, you know, a massive improvement on on last season. We've got probably one of the best centre halves in the league in in Jordan Willis. I think across across the back three we've we've looked strong and there's and there's strength and depth now, which is which is something that we've not had. Gareth's quite as Gareth's ever been for a while. I'm just waiting for him to contribute. No, I'm just I'm actually looking at the. Um, Sort of fixtures um, of you know this month um, around other teams and stuff like that, and <clears throat> just seeing you know 
you know, how often, I mean, I, I looked at Rotherham's fixtures, um, just out of curiosity, and I think they don't have many of the, the top teams left to play. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know. Just, it was the last game of the season, isn't it? Yeah, so which is probably the ideal time for us to play them, really. That's when you want to play them. What, you're, so you're, um, you're saying they'll already be up by then? Well, I would look at the there's fixtures. A few, there's a few so. teams on runs, though. Portsmouth, Coventry. If you look at the... Peterborough. Coventry mm-hmm. as well. Peterborough, yeah. They do have to play Coventry this month, Rotherham, actually, looking at it. Um, they play the night after we play Fleetwood, the rearranged game, and then they play on the Wednesday. So, um, looks like Coventry haven't got a game the weekend of the 22nd either. So, um, then maybe that was when they were supposed to play Bury or something. But, yeah, they, you know, that'll be another opportunity to put some pressure on them, even though they'll have games in hand. So, so I find, I'm finding myself in a situation at the moment where I'm enjoying when we're getting positive results but it's difficult to enjoy it for too long because I'm looking at the table going well now we need to win the next game now we need to win the next game yeah we've gone from saying that nobody in the league was putting a run together to suddenly four or five of us all putting a run yeah. together well at that's the same it it time. feels as though at the moment you, you look at your result you're winning great and then you look at the others and everyone else is winning as well so you know everyone seems to be getting their act together at the same time we're in the um, PL final this year I've told you this already no I'm, t- I'm telling you. No. I'm telling you. I don't want to go back there. No. I've booked my hotel already. <laughs> I have. Have you? <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you that's what's going to happen. I can't. I just. The more I'm saying, because of that run that we had, where I think we just left ourselves a bit too much to do because of the form of the other teams, I just can't. I just feel like we don't quite have enough to get in the top two, but we just aren't bad enough to fall outside of the top six. And I, I can't yeah. see anything else. I don't see any reason why we couldn't get in the top two. It's whether or not we've just left it too late. Well, that's what I mean. Still, what, 15 yeah. games left, so yeah. a lot of football to play. Yeah. No. I mean, you, as I say, probably nine wins from 15 and you got a chance, I think. Um, I was, like looking at it, we've been counting down the wins over the weeks. I think after Lincoln, we need, I was, I was thinking we probably need 15 from 21. Um, so I think, we need, I think we need nine from the last 15. And then obviously a few draws in there. You get 80 points. You've got a chance, I think, with 80 points. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it is that I think it's, you're so focused on getting <laughs> just getting out of the league it's whereas last season it was you know novel and enjoyable at times not at the end obviously um, this year has been a, a slog for different reasons and it has been a reality check and you just want to like you're just hoping you can get through get the next game I think as I said you know if we can get to the end of this month and you know we're in the top four I think we'll have a. We, I think we'll have a good chance of getting into that. It's top still, two. it's still this run of games, isn't it, that we we've discussed? And yeah. we, we it started with Portsmouth, <coughs> which we unfortunately lost. And it's one of those where you've got to begrudgingly just say we've played against a team. I actually think Portsmouth will win the league because they've won what like nine games nine in a row now. Yeah. They, they were they were tipped by everybody to win the league at the start of the season for a reason, hmm. um, and, and it just seems to have clicked. And they've for them, got a couple of tough games coming up, so. You know, they've, they've got to go to Coventry tomorrow, they've got to go to Fleetwood, which isn't, you know, their home record's excellent. Um, so, that, you know, it's not going to be easy. Um, you know, you do, you'll, you'll, they'll have a couple of games, you know, where they'll not play well. Um, I, I, they'd have to go on a, a run similar to teams last season where, you know, there was, I mean, I think Luton were undefeated in about 27 games, weren't they? Um, yeah, there was a ridiculous. Yeah, run, and it? I think we had. An, I think we were unbeaten in twenty, and like Barnsley were unbeaten in nineteen or something like that, all at the same time. Um, so was, you know, there's nobody like that at the moment. But you know, fair play to them for like motoring up the league, and I guess you know Rotherham have done it as well, really, haven't they? 
and Peterborough to be fair uh, yeah uh, tanking teams I was at 4-0 at the weekend yeah, against Oxford, against Oxford so, as yeah, well you know um, yeah. they looked absolutely rampant against mm-hmm. against Ipswich the week before That's as well just absolutely won it as well yeah, yeah yeah just absolutely ripped it out of them yeah. you never know what you're going to get with them though no because like they might they were playing a run where they couldn't they only scored about three goals in eight games or something mm-hmm. and then now they're hammering everybody yeah. since they sold Marcus Madison funnily enough mm-hmm. and this brought in Schmodick so <laughs> Tony, Tony's very good isn't he yeah he is yeah definitely or oh, for a striker like that I mean on that well, we have brought they were a, touting him around for 13 million quid. well yeah <laughs> on that Danny and, and, and who Sunderland have brought in um, Kyle Lafferty and uh, it was an interesting tactical switch by the manager to go for those two types of centre forward yeah, up yeah, front yeah. when we were chasing the game it looked like he was going to bring Watmore on yep. and then he told him to sit down and then Lafferty got up and yeah. you know you have to say all, all three were involved really in the goal so yeah yeah. in a way um, as you say went with the two lumps if you like up top and um, as you mentioned the goal came from it really it was a couple of competed balls and dropped down and Charlie Wax rolled it across and, and the one player you want coming onto it is, is Chris Maguire with a good finish so yeah uh, as you say, he's tinkered it. He was perhaps thinking of going with Watmore for his pace, uh, changed his mind and, and went with Lafferty. So um, it'd be interesting to see if he gives him a start tomorrow night. I think um, he, might, he might opt for it. I'm not well, sure. We're going we're gonna to talk about the game tomorrow specifically in a bit, but I think this just it follows on from what we were saying after the Portsmouth defeat, doesn't it? That we, we criticised him for having not having a plan B and just making changes that are like for like. So fair play he's, he's acknowledged that although we had most of the ball we just aren't getting through here and you, and you need alternatives I don't I don't mind not having a plan A and not having a plan B <laughs> no, really yeah. just going completely planless <laughs> that, that was November that was November exactly yeah. we, we are no plan A yeah. I don't mind not having a plan B if your plan A is, is robust and works every time um I just think what a lot of the you know a lot of people on the on the podcast recognised is that we were looking a bit leggy and there, there were those players there the likes of Scowen, um, you know that that just weren't coming in and you you're wondering why that was, um, but that that's 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 Parkinson's way he keeps he keeps faith with the team until until the last possible chance with the exception of Alemans Turk. But is that a concern, Danny? That every jan- every transfer window, the idea is you strengthen your team and. Is there an argument to say again, we sign up players who you say, oh, you know, they're making our squad stronger, but none of them are going into the first team yeah. really, apart from the, um, apart from right. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things you have to look at. Obviously, what league position, um, you know, how you're getting on your run of form, and if you've picked up any injuries, really, you know, if you've got three, like obviously Newcastle down the road have picked up a few injuries, haven't they? So they're having to have a look at it. But um, of course, you have Steve Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, th- they're factors I think that come into play. But you, you know, you brought five in there in the window. Um, as you mentioned, Bailey Wright's the only one that started so far. I thought he might have had a look at Scowen at the weekend, but stuck with stuck with Power and, and Dobson in there. And um, so, as I say, it'd be interesting. I think you know he seems to be quite happy with the the three four three formation. If he is looking at bringing Lafferty in or another one up top with with Wyke, he, you know, personally he might look to go three five two and tinker it a bit just in front of the back force go and could sit in front and, and push them two further up and you know who else do you take out mm. then do you take well Maguire or, or Gooch out or you have to tinker it further up the pitch then be difficult with those two wouldn't it mm. I mean you, you know, Maguire's pulled the goal out of the bag Lyndon Gooch almost pulled a really special goal out of the bag where he's decided to take half a team on and shoot Um I felt a bit much, sorry. Much of the follow-up from Charlie Wake, he's got to be doing better than oh, that. I couldn't he's, believe that. I, but that was a turning point in the game for, for him because he'd, he'd been rubbish up to then yeah. and he, then he did that and then he, I thought he was pretty good for the last sort of 35 minutes. But for somebody who's playing up front, you've got to be, I mean, he gets no power behind Just some of these connection efforts. on it, yeah. Really. yeah. It's just so 
thankfully Chris has tucked one away a few minutes later so mm. it's wonder like sometimes with, with like he, he gets himself in the right position and he's finished he just side foots a lot of weak looking finishes towards goal all the time for somebody who's, who's quite prolific at Bradford mm. and you just wonder like yeah just in the training ground practice put your foot through the ball coming from me he'll, he'll appreciate that I was, I, I, this is this means nothing because it was it was pre-match but the other week against Doncaster every single striker every single midfielder was just putting it right in the bottom corner like really kind of on the game I know obviously finishing before the game you mean yeah, 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 yeah. which is great to see yeah. so obviously they have it it's just <laughs> Maybe the pressure of uh, yeah. He snatched on it, didn't he? He was, it looked like some a striker who hasn't who hasn't scored lots of goals mm-hmm. in recent well, say months. I mean, it's been eighteen months. So, um, but he was a lot better after that miss in in the game in general. I thought he was quite I'm, poor before I'm, that. I'm relatively happy with Charlie Wake in the team at the moment. Of course, yeah, I, I don't really have any issues with it. I think he's the right kind of striker for for, for what we need. But. I just don't think he's the got to, you've got to be taking chances like there's, that. There's times when the ball just doesn't stick to him and it needs to. Yeah, I, I think, think the Tramier game was the one for me. Yeah. Was it Tramier away there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, Portsmouth, sorry, when he came off half time, didn't he? A few in the first half. I thought he was poor at Tramier. Yeah. So got the goal. I thought he got the goal. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I think Lafferty's competes more effectively with the opposition centre halves and I think he, he uses his body better and I think he holds it better. Um, I'm not saying it, the thing is if you're a striker and you're not scoring and some, you know you, you can't really justify you, you can't you can't be like saying well if I'm dropped you know you can't have too much to complain about I mean you'd argue he's contrib- contributing in other ways as he is but if you stop doing that as well then you haven't really got the goals to fall back on you know yeah no I think it's if Phil Parkinson has a discussion with him it's something he can Fall back on if you like, isn't it? Yeah. Bring it up with him and just say, I want to freshen it up, have a look at yeah. Lafferty and see how we go. Um, looking at the other end of the pitch, mentioning we were having a chat off uh, there. Um, the one I feel sorry for, perhaps, is Ozturk, really. You know, looking at that nine game unbeaten run, um, he played an eight of them, four clean sheets, conceded four, and, and uh, finds himself out of the squad altogether, which is a bit. Uh, Bit harsh, I think. But keeps happening. You can see it coming three, three times <laughs> now. He's been bummed yeah. out across across two managers. It, it, it must be, it must be really, like really annoying. Yeah. And <laughs> the last two times he's come back in, he's improved the exactly, team and we've yeah. been better. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's when a he, funny came, one for him. When he came back in at the start of the season, having finished the season really yeah. well, he came back in and slotted in for that Portsmouth game, yeah. the, the home Portsmouth game. Looked looked brilliant. Yeah. You, you wonder where he'd been for the, the first three games and why he hadn't been considered, but. You know, whatever goes on behind the scenes goes on behind the scenes, so there must be something more to it. Mm, well, I just, I, he's obviously a player who's um, he's been coming in when we've not been playing well, and, he, and he's he's <laughs> took his chance, or he, he, he initially takes his chance. Um, it would be hard, in my opinion, to look at the back three, the play on Saturday, and make an argument for him personally. Oz Turk, I think that looks sol- that looks quite solid and quite steady. Yeah, I mean, you, you'd, you'd keep it as it is. I mean, there's no there's no reason to change that, and. It is quite fresh anyway because Ozturk's played recently and come out. Mm. Um, Lynch has played recently and come out, and Flanagan's played recently and come out. So yeah. you know the only one who hasn't really played, who has played everyone, has been Willis. Willis who's yeah. I don't think he needs a rest. I mean, no, he's, he's the best of the, the yeah. back. Oh, he's outstanding. Just glides through, doesn't he? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's he it makes it look easy. Um, you know, the, it was interesting. I wonder why John wasn't on the bench. Um, at the weekend, mm. um, I don't know. Maybe he's just not fit, or 
or whatever, but he wasn't in the squad. Well, it's quite a specialist position to have. Well, I, I would have him on instead of if you've got Ozturk on the bench. I don't think you need McLaughlin on the bench. Yeah, you just you know bring John in for McLaughlin, get you know get rid of him, and then you've got Gooch. If Gooch is going to go to wing back anyway, then you've got that situation covered. So, you know, I don't think I don't think there's an issue there in uh, in in making that change in the squad. Um, but in terms of the you know you. The one I'd be tempted to give a rest to with the front three, aside from White, would would be Gooch ahead of Maguire. Well, let's talk, let's talk about the Rochdale game now and and we'll come what back we th- after a break. Yeah, what he, what what we think he might do. Sunderland travel to Oxford United the weekend. Let's talk they about do. our thing. Why aren't you coming, Stephen? It's pathetic. It's my youngest child's birthday on Saturday. Well. You know, they'll have loads of them. Yeah, them every you year. don't get to go to Phantom Brewing <laughs> with Kevin Phillips every 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 year, do you? No, you don't. Um, but yeah, so we'll be there um, with uh, Tom White from Sky Sports News and, and, and Kevin Phillips doing a bit of a thing before the game at Phantom Brewing in Reading. Um, you might be wondering why we're doing that in Reading before the Oxford game, but it's not very far. And um, with your tickets, you get um, return transport to and from the game from the brewery. Tickets are £15, still available. There's not loads left. It's sold really well. So if you're fancying it last minute before the game, you can park at the brewery if you want to leave your car there and then get the bus over to the game and get the bus back as well. So And Kassam Stadium's in the middle of nowhere anyway. Um, there'll be, there's a collaboration beer being brewed as well um, with, between Vox and Phantom Brewing and that'll be on sale on the day as well. So come on down to that and join us. Get your tickets online, 15 quid, wisemansay.co.uk. If you go there, you'll be able to follow the link. Um, I do know that I'll be wearing my delightful from the terraces um, garb, um, my, my lovely new um, long sleeve black polo shirt. Um, but there's also a variety of different things available um, from from the terraces.co.uk. If you head over there, news code WMS10, you get 10% off your basket. There's some new sort of different jackets available at the moment, I believe. So Definitely I don't know what you call them. I don't know what you call off. them. 10% off and they, it is really excellent quality stuff as well so from the terraces.co.uk off you go on to Twitter you'll find them at terraces from um, get on there and uh, check out the stuff and, and you know you could also pop into town if you want some gear for the weekend as well because uh, I think it's available at Port Sunderland um, so you can go there and get yourself something as well. So I'm trying to think of what market we can top it now. Valentine's Day. If you're single, go and buy yourself something as a treat. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> hint, hint. Wear your colours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Discreetly while uh, while on exactly. the date. If you you know if you both go to the match, your lads and lasses go in the game together. Get each other something for for Valentine's Day. And get ten percent off. And get ten percent off. Absolutely. Bargain. There you go. File word from Daddy on that bargain. Um, that, that's going to that, go on, go on the post now, isn't it? Bargain. <laughs> Former Sunderland defender Danny endorsed. Collins endorsed. Um, Sleeves loves him. He does. Sleeves he, has bought like he bought loads, loads of Christmas loads presents. Of Christmas yeah. presents. It would be, so, it would yeah. be a great sportsman kind of testimonial, that wouldn't it? Just like bargain. One word. Lovely stuff. <laughs> yeah, when, lovely when, you say, <laughs> when you say you bought them with a complimentary gift, or no, no Sleeves bought them. Sleeves bought them. I think there were a couple of very gifts you'd be seeing him wearing them all over Twitter. <laughs> right, <you know>? yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. uh, might happen or might not happen. Um, right, so we've just mentioned there that uh, Phil Partington has brought in loads of players. He deems, I'm not going to say none of them ready for the first team. Like you said, he, he quite clearly likes to keep a winning team. There were a surprise that I wasn't freshened up for Portsmouth. There was a surprise I wasn't 
really freshened up again at the weekend. Midweek game, Danny. This is the time to do it if he's going to do it. I think so, yeah. Again, you go back to that point. Do you change your winning team or is he a bit wary after what happened um, the other week? You know, going down to Portsmouth after playing on a, a bit of a farmer's field down at Tramia. So um, I'm sure he's been looking at it today and, and weighing things up and asking the boys how they are in terms of the freshness, how the legs are feeling from the weekend. And, and he might just look to tinker one or two, I think. Scowan's the obvious one, isn't yeah. he? George Dobson, I think most people... So yeah, I thought I thought he was the best make? player second half, so it's it's yeah. harsh if you like, but people wanted him to come out the week before. So mm. I just think the yeah. kind of player he is, he's more likely to he relies on his legs, doesn't he? He relies yeah, on getting about the getting about the pitch. He's gonna get suspended in the next He's on nine, isn't he? And the, the game in Oxford, do you want to keep him for the game at Oxford? You don't want him suspend you'll get two two games as well. Right. Um so if you've got that in mind, mm. you know, he's he's gonna be out of the team for a period in, in the next <clears throat> In the next couple of weeks. When, when's the cut-off for the bookings? Now is it straight? It's not straight uh, through, is I'm it? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not Stop sure. That, but it might be, maybe it's the end of February. Mm. Richard looks like he's rocking his brains out as if he should know <laughs> this oh, answer. No. I'm sure it's somewhere around. I've got the uh, uh, internet in front of me. I could have a look, couldn't I? Again, that could be a, not, not an excuse, but a reason. He, he gives the Dobson if he wants to take him out, you know. You're on mm. nine bookings. You know, you're two, two uh, sorry, one card away from a two-game suspension. So mm. you might bring Scowan in and have a look at him yeah. in there with Max Power. Yeah, it just seems power sort of holds that midfield together, yeah. though, doesn't it? Yeah. And then Dobson's the legs around him, and yeah. Scowen apparently is that kind of player as well. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen too much of him, if I'm honest. But uh, looking at his record, and he's played over 200 games and got 17 goals. So I'm not, I'm not sure whether he's a full-on boxer boxer, but and his nickname's the Rat as well, isn't it? So you <laughs> think he goes in there, you know, getting you should after put that people. on the back of his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Match, uh, match week 32. Well, we and we're in 26, I believe. Yeah, he's not gone. No, we're not at 26, are we? We're 28, aren't we? I thought we were at 28. Oh, it's been. It says match day 32 of 46. There's been in, that was this weekend, so maybe he has avoided it. Who knows? Um, it got mentioned on Total Sport there when we were dri- we driving in. Who knows? It's a mystery then. There you go. Text DFL. Yeah. At them on yeah. Twitter save the Lancer but yeah he, well he might he might, he may or may not so he might be alright but any other changes by any anybody here Lafferty up front for Wyke perhaps I've been harsh on Charlie there I don't I don't think it's a case of dropping somebody isn't necessarily a reflection of the, them playing poorly resting him man resting him rest yeah it is but it is they, but they, they, they can yeah. they can he should be using his squad mm-hmm. now especially with the, the games we've got coming up mm-hmm. You know, we've got Fleetwood, Coventry, and and uh, and and obviously the game at the w- at the weekend. You know, they're mm-hmm. big games, and I'm not saying that you know we won't have tough tough games mm-hmm. against Rochdale uh, and, and 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 those sort of lower lower in the table teams. They'll be harder games, but if you're going to balance it, then now's the time, really, especially if it's a midweek game after they've played. On the weekend, I, th- I think he just needs to. You know, it doesn't have to be drastic. Just maybe two or one three. Or two, the other one he might have a look at is Denver Hume. I think Denver, yeah. as the season's progressed, he's he's been getting better um, supply line from the left hand side. But you know, he, he come off the knee at the weekend there. Um, Declan John's not been in the squad yet, has he? So we might look to to bring him just in, give fresh him legs in, have a little run out on the left hand side. So. And if they all play well, great. Mm. And so well, you know, yep. the lads are coming back in for this weekend. But you know we know what you can do now, so and that's gonna you know when the lads come back in who've been dropped, they're gonna be like, well, 
they played really well on Tuesday night. I need to make sure that, you know, I'm on it today because if not, this lad's going to come in and take me place. Rested, Gareth, rested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then, he, then he, he, I think yeah. needs to use his, he needs to use his squad yeah. better. I mean, this is the substitution things is weird. I mean, it, I was, but better on Saturday. It was about well, it took. The thing is, nobody warmed up for twenty minutes mm-hmm. in the second half. I was like watching it was. Six, I think it was about sixty-eight minutes. Somebody came out to warm up. But some some players say you don't need to warm up, and that's just <sighs> an act. And that's just dropped, an act. Dropped second half the temperature didn't it? Yeah. Baltic yeah. and stand Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe it's just old school in that respect. That you know that he he sticks with the team as long as he can in the games. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. He, he'd argue that if he made loads of changes and we kept losing, people would be screaming, you don't change a woman, winning team. And some people would say that. So you can take that on board. Um, Rochdale's form from the start of the year. So they won at Akron Stanley on New Year's Day. They then drew with Newcastle and the Cup should have won that game. Beat, they beat Bolton, which everybody seems to do but us. Um, they got stuffed off Newcastle in the replay. They lost at Wickham. They drew at home to Gillingham. Lost to them, Kate Dons. Beat Shrewsbury. Drew at Doncaster. A bit of a mixed bag, but it's not a bad record, is it? No, they're de- I think they're like the teams have played this season. They look quite. They played decent. some good football down yeah. there, didn't they? Did you yeah. go down to that one? Yeah. No, I saw it, yeah. but they did. Yeah. They did. They did play well. They did. Um, we come away two one, didn't we? But yeah, yeah. Uh, under the cosh, last twenty minutes yeah. or so. But. Now, Mickey Love made a good point on Twitter actually, where I think people because, like you say, they, they score some good goals and they keep the ball uh, for a length of of time when they when they do so. And, and Mick was saying that we, you know, the way we're playing now, particularly at home, trying to. Use the high press and stuff that yeah. we would, we would mind to see. We wouldn't mind watching them try to play the ball out of the back. Yeah, I think at this level, you know, you'll get teams who want to try and play. But I say that a lot of lads are playing at this level for a reason. Do you know what I mean? They might get through two or three times, but there's always going to be that. You know, I think uh, Lincoln the other week was the prime example mm. for me. You know, that second goal was it? Um, yeah, Shackle played it back to the keeper. It was a mess, and we scored. You know, Gooch got the header, but. Um, I think there will be chances, but I think their manager, you know, he, he encourages them to to play out from I'm the back. I'm going to have to come out because. That was something that we just didn't have first half Saturday. I played with that intensity. And Phil no. Parkinson said the players should have figured that out for themselves where they were going wrong and it shouldn't need him to tell them. And I did like that. Yeah, I mean, I see Dobson's comments in the in the paper there yesterday and he's mentioned, oh, you know, Ipswich came and they were out the blocks at us and that. And I'm thinking, well, we're at home. You know, we should be the team now having a go at them. They're on a bit of a, a bad run themselves. Um, we've been okay apart from the Portsmouth game. So... Let's get on the front foot and, and have a go. But uh, as, as I said, apart from the, the Charlie White chance, we didn't offer much first half. So again, it's, I think a lot of the season for me, what the games I've watched, I think we've been okay first half, and then we seem to die out in the second half. But uh, it was a, a flip of that other weekend, wasn't it? Mm. We are relying on our home form a lot now, really. When you're looking at it, it'll be good to get two back-to-back wins in in a few days. It's nothing, nothing yeah, to definitely. say against. That, I mean, you want to get you want to get three in the week. Um, you know, with the, with the games, you know, the teams around us will we'll gain ground on a few of them if if that's the case because they're playing each other. So we'll take, I mean, Fleetwood are playing Wigan. Um, Wigan's home record's ridiculous, really. So you'd, you'd have thought, you know, they'd win that game because they're at home and Fleetwood's away record isn't great, but they're still not a, not a bad team. Yeah, Fleetwood, yeah, yeah. so that'll, that'll be a toughish game mm-hmm. for them. Um, but they've just got to keep on. Once you win win that winning game. Right, next one, need to win this one. Especially with four out of five at home in it on the bounce yeah. now, so that's one ticked off and then, you know, it's a big month this yeah. season. We've got Rochdale so and Bristol Rovers at home mm-hmm. who aren't, haven't been great, mm-hmm. have the Bristol Rovers in particular. Mm-hmm. It's all about results now, isn't it? Yeah. And I know earlier on in the season, but we, you know, we work a bit critical, 
especially with the Accrington game, you know, we were critical of the team in victory. Um, just saying that the, the manner of the victory wasn't you know, wasn't as decisive as it could have been. Um, even you know now now we're just grinding out results. I think that, that's the most important thing right now. I'm not looking at performances, even even if you know the first half on Saturday wasn't great. The most important thing was the result. We're not kind of looking at any any deeper than that. Um, well, I think that, that that's just the most important thing now is getting those those three points. And Certainly, as people looking forward to going again again after that yeah. wobble. After that early wobble, it's. I say it's like a. It's not. I'm not being um, like negative or anything like that. It's. It's just, and it's not like it's not even like it's a slog. It's just. It, it's like a practical thing. That's what it feels like for me at the moment. It's, practical it's just practical. It's like. That's just I just you want to get that, back it, but it is. It's like, it's a. It's a functional thing. It's like get the job done. Get the job done. I might start to enjoy it if we're second and we've got an opportunity to pull away from teams I don't enjoy it when we're chasing all the time because it, it, as each week goes by no matter what you know the, the opportunities slipping away um, it was really worrying that that quest you know the football league show on quest started talking about us on Saturday in, in glowing terms you know what Sunderland done and on this run why they're so special and before when we've gone, gone on runs you know when we had such uh, such an impressive uh, run last season without without defeat and only losing one in twenty, however it was, nobody was talking about us because because we weren't looting. Mm-hmm. Now now people are starting to talk about us, and you know I'm a concerned about that. Saturday, so we don't want to skip over the don't uh, Rochdale game because obviously got to play them and beat them and put them to the sword first. But it, it's hard to think we're not going to get a result on that. And Oxford are going to Burton, aren't they tomorrow? That'll um, be a tough game. And, uh, yeah, and they're not in good form, and it's not easy place to travel. Like. I think he had them in Sunday, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I think he planned for a day off, and he was fuming after they got slapped four 0 so he had them in Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They played a lot of football as well, yeah. haven't they? So. Cups and that, haven't they? So, yeah. Lost a cup, lost arguably the two best players as well. Mm-hmm. The so Portsmouth have got uh, check a trade again, haven't they? they? I think they're still in that. So more games for them as well, um, which is what you want. You know, I was a bit disappointed that they didn't get through Coventry in the cup because, you know, you were hopeful that <coughs> it'd be more games for them to play. Um, but I mean, you, you know, that is that's a funny thing about our situation as well. Is that that you know, this time last year, you know, talking about using the squad, a lot of the would have been seen those teams players given an opportunity in different games and then given the opportunity to try and work them way into the more regular yeah. 11 whereas now it's all we've got left is the 15 games um, and you know there's, there's no margin you know for, for error really so he's got to pick that's the strongest team he believes he's got on a game to game basis so you know a lot yeah. of, like Scones what he's probably played He's played, what, five minutes of a game against Tranmere mm. since he's been here? And he's come from the Championship where he's playing, I think he played 20, 20 games this season. 20 odd games, yeah. So he's dropped down a division mm. and now he can't get in a team. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, he, he'll probably be wondering, you know, why yeah, can't well, I get into this team? He's from making all these changes for Rochdale. Us, <laughs> us losing 1-0 and everybody getting angry because he didn't keep a winning team. And we'll get the blame for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> anybody else got anything to add before we... Uh, Wrap it up. We'll be back Thursday, I'm guessing. Somebody do uh, that. Are, yeah, they, are, they, are, they, are the idiots doing it on Thursday? Hopefully. Okay. Uh, so we'll be back. Yeah, though they are, they're doing it pre. They're doing it. They're, I think they're doing it at Fausto or the Beacon. Okay. So if you're around there, go and say hello to them while they're recording. Go and put them off. <laughs> be funny, won't it? Yeah. 
just make their podcast even more chaotic than they are. But yeah, buy them an old, old latte because apparently yeah, that's the big yeah, thing that's now. That's the thing now. That's the fad this month. Yeah. They, they do have a, a fad every month, and it seems to be old milk lattes this month. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> they are idiots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you, you can come to Oxford at the weekend, if you come and uh, come to Reading first and come and see us and and uh, buy us a pint. Not an oatmeal latte. I don't want one of them. A pint, please. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go to Oxford after and have a, have a few beers there. Let's all go out in Oxford. And then we'll update you on the Peacock. Probably Peterborough at home, we're thinking. It was one before. It was then one before well. that was there. Was it Gillingham? Maybe yes, it was Gillingham at home, we're thinking. Right. Well, that was the International Weekend, actually. We'll talk about it later. Yes, we Let's will. Admin for not here. We will. Thanks for listening.